the SpaceX launch, graduation, and people Melissa hates. All this and so much more on today's Brilliant Observations. So, yes, you will hear my stomach growl because I still don't eat until... I super didn't time this perfectly. I thought we would have time. I have toast here with jammy jams. I have my beautiful coffee. All these... I can't do any of that shit while we podcast. In addition to, I wouldn't do it right in front of you if you're still doing that forced flat stomach time. I figured (laughs) that we would be, you know, able to... Oh, I'm so far off the forced flat stomach. Every morning I wake up and think, today's the day. And then I don't make it that day. Just so you know, I haven't had a flat stomach since I was nine, but on another, (laughs) on a very similar note, Mm -hmm. the boys in my house went to the Poconos yesterday. Is that what that lake was? Friday. Friday after school, they went and they came home yesterday. It was just an overnight two, one, two, three meals, and then they came home, right? It was not even a full day. Gotcha. Almost a full day. So... They went up there, and while they were gone, Mallory and I looked at each other because we're, we can't really go anywhere or do anything. And she said, but, you know, we could eat well. <laughs> I love, that's another reason I love this child. Yeah, she's pretty She great. is super advanced. <laughs> so, is she the younger? She's the younger, right? It's something. It's something we took about our time those youngers. They have, <laughs> no, they have someone ahead of them. They're like, yeah, that's a fuck up. I'm not going to make that same. Not the child. Those actions. You know what I mean? I see you making that fuck up, and I'm not going to repeat that. They get a nice little, they get the preview. They get right? a good view of what yes, not to do. Yes, They stand in the wings while someone goes out on stage and falls on their face, and then they're like, okay, well, then I won't fall. Hi. Exactly. I won't yeah. do what he did. Yeah, Let's yeah. try this. So we ordered from our favorite sushi place. Oh. I don't know Talk. if they got used to ordering supermarket sushi where there is a little <laughs> oh Asian God. section where they are, I, I'm air quoting the word fresh rolling rolls there for you. But if you well, get it really fresh where everything is moist and perfect and some of the rice is still warm from, it's just magical good sushi is magical okay so tell me about the supermarket sushi is there a little dude or dudette standing there rolling the shit so it's fresh there too i don't i don't eat sushi i find it i find i'll eat it i have and will regularly you find it it. what not good what do you what what could be the rest of that sentence it's not for me no thanks it's it's uh, mm -mm. i'll eat it are you a fish eater not particularly but i'll eat that as well i don't when it's a big Saturday night and what are we going to do? I don't head to the fishmonger. I'm not crazy dipping my finger into the face of the broiled fish to get that cheek. Like, it's just, I know it's fantastic, but I am not all up in the fish, right? It's not for me. I'm super down on animal proteins and I will eat seafood, but I don't order things typically that have seafood even in them. We were having this discussion just yesterday as my darling, darling, darling was desperate to get paella to get gumbo to get all these things and I'm like he's like that's just that's just seafood adjacent and I'm like if it's in the dish it's not let me help you understand I don't think you know what adjacent (laughs) means if that's your point so uh, 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 uh. I have made repeatedly homemade fish and chips in my house with a whole with a whole gigantic 
long as my arm cod. So, I mean, I'm not nervous Ooh. about fish. I have broiled swordfish steaks and all the rest of it, but I'm not cook scallops for people. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't eat that shit. <gasps> no. Really? Yes, I will sit there lovingly and drink the wine while everyone else gets the giant bowl of mussels and dips their garlic bread into that soupy, soupy, brothy sauce and, you know, slaps and eats the pasta and all the rest of it and on and on. Every pasta, you know, let's get the big shrimp thing. I will pick, I've told you this, I will physically get in a boat and catch crabs in five o'clock in the morning on a river. Come home, break those fuckers apart in the most barbaric style, steam them, season them, serve them and pick them myself by hand and won't eat the crab meat i said you'll the, grab the baguette and you'll i grab sit there a, with a I sit there with a tupperware and that's how i got my husband i sit there with a tupperware in front of me everybody else sits there on the newspaper lined whatever and they eat and they eat and i pick and i pick and i put it in the tupperware and then in december everybody gets crab cakes that i don't eat with that fresh crab meat it's i don't eat it anyway tell me about your delicious sushi and the fact that's that it was amazing. still warm you're like tom fucking hanks okay Standing on the side of the thing in your bikini, picking up a, a fish and going, <laughs> and eating it. And the only thing missing is the skin of the fish. That's the what sushi is. Skin. No, it was it was delicious. It was amazing. <laughs> I even got like a chicken tempura just to throw a little extra protein in there. But we had this great meal. Then we wake up in the morning and she says, uh, you know, IHOP is doing curbside pickup. Holy pop talk but me through it I'm actually the one who told her that because I, <laughs> <laughs> I might have I might have rearranged that story Aww. I went to check and see if I had antibodies to this fantabulous virus that's racing around our world these days and I don't but while I was there I passed IHOP and they had a big sign that said curbside An- antibody negative <laughs> IHOP positive yeah <laughs> So I went home and I told her and she said, so I, we ordered on my phone in the morning yesterday and I said, well, you know, IHOP is the interna- international house of pancakes. It, I've heard. How how do I get an omelet? You know, she said, well, you can get an omelet and pancakes. And I said, yes, yes, I can. So we ordered everything. Oh, I love it. As you say, for the table. That's you should. As you um, should. Yes. So she, so we ordered that and we had that. So eventually the boys came home and they heard about our eat fest. (laughs) And what did they do? Stuart went to the Poconos and he brought ground beef and he made burgers for them. See? In the Poconos, my in-laws have a house, which has been unoccupied for nine months. So that's a very... Don't you have a brother... Uh, about Pocono-esque way as well? Or, I have a, or Pocono's not where he is located? I have, no, I have a brother north. I thought, in, uh, I, when I, I sort of lumped them all together and I have family that has uh, people in Pocono. Anyway, back to the burgers. You have a Pocono family? I, I do. It's it's uh, the children's aunt has her whole side of her family uh, are physicians up there. in Proper physicians, they live in the Poconos. So there's a couple Ooh. of holidays where they go up and they do uh, and I feel like maybe he's an emergency person as well. So anyway, we'll talk off air. We'll compare those doctor notes. Yeah. So if you if you want to go kill some fresh fish in the Poconos, uh, I'm sure they'd love to eat it with the skiing. Skiing. Fuck them kids. Tell so, me about the burgers in the house. We've so gotten he, ho- totally he just, hijacked. I want more. So he just made crappy dinner. He actually had a... <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm sure honey. that's how he would characterize it. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Uh, but he, they went up to go fishing. They what was funny was, you know, we're on Marco Polo all the time saying we really need to see each other to open our bubbles to each other. And because we know our group of friends has really been sitting still for 70 something days. Well, my husband is is puts out a feeler just to see that his friends are OK once a month. Right. So he calls a friend and says, I'm just checking on you. My son and I are heading to the Poconos in like an hour. And this friend says to him, I'm going to grab my kid. I'll meet you there. Holy Poco Loco. It's Poco Loco. Right. What? So so it was the four Fuck of them. Fuck you, Florida. I'm making my shit happen. And they bur- I said, <laughs> stay till Sunday. Stay all weekend. Um, they did not. They ate whatever my in-laws country club had for lunch. They had burgers at night and they came home and said, you don't, you don't think we would have liked fresh sushi? You, you don't think we would have liked IHOP? You thought that was something we wouldn't be interested well, in? Well, I, I guess the answer is fuck. And you, as the mayor of Chicago said to Donald Trump this week, tell me, did they, I saw pictures of people on boats. Did they social distance by saying, hey neighbor, you get on that boat and we'll be on our boat. Or did they properly bust a bubble and get all up in it? I want the deets on that. Well, they stood on a dock is really what they did. They didn't take okay. in a boat. There were no boats. And they were distanced enough. Well, one of the, the other kid who went has asthma. So he probably was masked and he was protected. But these are these are some of our favorite people. Kind of like you opened your bubble to some of your favorite people. Yeah, I was forced. That's right. At, at gunpoint. <laughs> I was forced at friend point. Okay. Um, rumor has it that you're going to do that again? Uh, it's not so much a rumor as another direct assault. So I don't, we were having this conversation in a completely unrelated topic with our sons about, why do you got to look at my phone, right? And I we was going back and forth and then it finally came down to, if you're not hiding anything, then what's the problem with me looking at my phone? You don't, you don't want anybody looking at your phone. When I, when I take your phone, you say, give me back my phone. It's my phone. So it was this discussion of privacy and whatever. All that preamble by way of saying my husband and our friends have all kind of secret conversation that I could get in on if I would just look at his fucking phone. But I don't look at his fucking phone. So the kids are in on it, too. They all know everybody's like (laughs) pointing and talking and then their eyes go, you know, it's like somebody's been eating a cookie and I walk in and then all of a sudden the chewing stops, the mouth goes closed and the eyes get real big. That's so what's happening. So Brian tells me, okay, that a conversation is afoot. That a full, at least they have this much sense, a full two weeks after the first gathering, a second gathering is planned at the alternate house. So now we're getting ready to pop open that COVID bubble again. And guess what else is supposed to fucking happen? Here's the real problem. Another fucking family, who I also fucking love, is supposed to be introduced into this bubble as well. And they've only got, they've only got, they've got, they've got two kids, but only one of them would reasonably come to this thing because he's the one that matches up with the ones in the middle. So... So it would be our four, because the top one doesn't really care about going. He doesn't match up with the kids. Therefore, and another fucking three. That's what it would be. And according to my dope ass state, that shit's legal. Let's all go in the street. COVID dicks are flying because we're already in phase million where everybody gets to go and lick all the public services whenever they want. Have fun. So so nobody's against this except me. I have so many segues from what you just said. Yeah, I mean, it's got to happen, right? If we hit yellow, we're still on red, by the way. We hit yellow on this coming Friday. Gotcha. 
which means, I don't know what yellow red means. It probably just means you're still under the same order you've been under, right? Which is don't fucking do it. Odds are don't do it. But you can leave the house for things we've already been leaving the house for. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I haven't, but Stuart has. If he needed something at Home Depot, he called Home Depot, he ordered it, and he opened his trunk, and they put it in his trunk. <laughs> yes, I, I'm familiar with Stuart's trunk. That's how I got my husband. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Bitch got a Home Depot. What, what? But some of the restaurants locally are allowed to do outdoor dining, not indoor dining. So I guess their livelihood now depends on the weather and the eight tables that they could set up in their square footage. It's, it's incredibly unnerving. Um, but it's going to happen. So you making this choice and, and doing that, maybe you're not psychologically ready. You know, preparing for today's podcast, there were so many things that just really... It's hard to write and to, to really cultivate funny things when you really feel like we're on fire. Like it's one thing when we come together and have a virus and you're sad about it because people are dying and people you know are still very sick and dealing with this. But my family was away and I had the news on and I had tears running down my face. I can't. I can't handle this. This is just this is too much. This is really too much. And I thought, well, you know what? Let me go and prepare for the podcast because I definitely have a people I hate. I am I am armed. And they're people I love at the same time. So it's shocking <laughs> to me that that this dichotomy sits where I could I love you and I could kill you at the same time. I'm willing to eliminate you from my life and I love you. How does that work? And it's, it's been really hard to put together what has helped me as I turn to your Facebook page and I see your son graduate from high school. So everything's burning and oh my God, look at our boy graduating from high school. Look at every teacher lining the driveway of the drive up to your school, knowing your son, knowing whatever his struggles were, his accomplishments, sharing love through masked faces and jumping up and down. I was in tears again. And I, all right, full disclosure, I got my period this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is, it is definitely possible that I am wildly emotional about lack of action in a, in a pandemic uh, the systematic oppression of of an entire race of people. The I, I, I get that some of it is me being emotional, but ninety nine percent more, it is it is just so hard to find joy when everything feels like it's going to shit. I want, and having said that, I want to thank you for posting those pictures. My girlfriend, Corey, her son was bar mitzvahed Friday night, Saturday morning. Muzzled up. And I mean, they did it with masks on and they did it in their backyard. And it was, there are rays of joy. I don't even know that they're heading down to the ground anymore. Like I need... I need you to tell me about graduation and tell me what a joy it was. I need you and us to fill airwaves and earballs. That's not really a body part, is it? I'm married to a doctor and I just said earballs. Ear holes with joy, with things that are going well because the things that are not don't need us. They are so big and so all-encompassing. 
I, I need, and, and I'm not saying distract from there's joy because it'll fix itself. It won't. It won't fix itself. The system's broken. No, it's not. It was set up this way. The system's fucked is what it is. So you need a new system. You don't need to fix. It's bullshit. So off my soapbox, graduations, bar mitzvahs, the fact that I have people I hate and I'm holding on to that. Let's, <laughs> let's try, let's try to, I don't know, share some of that. Dear listener, do you have joys still? Can you find joy in anything? I had a swarm of bugs on my deck yesterday. That's not joy, but you know, I, I'm, I want to find the joy. F- show me joy. Show me the joy. <laughs> show me the money. Well, let me tell you a few things about graduation that maybe you joy? don't know about. So that are all joyful. Okay, so, um, we had to approach this in our household by way of we can do things to make us happy. We can do things to celebrate. What is the intent? What's the truest intent of this moment? And we had to consciously remove everything else. And that takes a lot of work. And many people understand this, particularly now what's going on with rioting happening across the United States on this very weekend. Everybody understands exactly what I mean about compartmentalization because too many of us have been living with compartmentalization our whole lives. So we did that in a very focused way leading up to the day. Uh, I just like I you mentioned I mentioned before about Easter that was a long term thing. I, I'm not really a long term planner when it comes to little little Easter graduation little celebrations in the house because you think well I'll go and get it it's on your mind but it, I'm not the person that like in January I was thinking about our graduation party as some of my mom friends were that's not me okay so during quarantine. I, when I heard that there was going to be a graduation ceremony, got on board, made sure we had the outfit for him. He has to wear a special outfit, white pants. You know, who has white? And I mean, pristinely white pants. They're hard to buy. We did ordered, talk about that when we saw Ordered the all the stuff. Yeah, ordered all the stuff. I, or, Party City, ordered streamers and stuff, thinking we'll probably decorate the car because what else can we do? So I got all that stuff ordered so I wouldn't have to go to a store. Checked it when it came in. Morning of graduation. Checked everything. Got the pants hemmed. Set him with a mask on to go get pants hemmed. All done, Right. Morning of, it's happening. They did an incredibly, thoughtful is not enough. They did a a Herculean effort at my son's posh and small-ish school, right? It's not a cast of thousands. They had... I, if I'm, I'll guess the number 76, they had fewer than 80 seniors graduate. That's not, that's not unwieldy. That's not, that's not 700, right? Part of that makes this possible. They had, and I'll skip all the rest of it because you could find it if you wanted to Google it. It made the local paper. It made the, you know, citynamecom all the photographs because it was so well done. Everybody decorated cars. They had a strategic parade that went up to the school where you got to, the kids popped out of the car and got a picture with this person from 10 feet away and that person because they staged them where you can, the kid could stand sort of on the curb and there was a backdrop behind so that in the picture they're just standing behind you but they're far enough away everybody got a diploma everybody got a professional photo everybody everybody all the teachers were there with pom-poms they had the school mascot driving around on a motorcycle um throughout the whole party line everything blue the whole thing it was it was just joyous and joyful all that by way of saying a lot of preparation a lot of people who refused to let this moment pass without fanfare so at Part one point, of my- take a breath. At one point, 
I saw a car that had a graduation cap. That's my friend Pam. On that's top Pam of the car. That's Pam. And the best part about Pam. It was Pam. enormous. It's enormous. So she drives a minivan, among other four cars that she has. So she drives a minivan. And her um, the, the driver's side, if you can imagine, three quarters of the top of the minivan had a tipped graduation cap with a tassel on it that so they funny. built they constructed and made that's and amazing that's just, yeah and it's perfect and my favorite part about pam is she will be the first one to join the you know the text stream and say hey i missed the last 86 text catch me up and p.s i'm running late where are you like that's pam <laughs> and she and she made best of city with that fucking display on the top of the car that was so it amazing was, it was amazing balls and it was spectacular all right so, and in my preparation, here's how we did it with the intention of the day. I checked all those shit, all the shit from Party City when it came in, right? And when I ordered the stuff from Party City, they were already running out. This was two and a half weeks before our graduation, which was early. They were already out of 2020. They were out of congratulations. They were out, they were out of it in gold. They had it in pink. You know, it's like, okay, what? So yeah, everything was online. And it said, your local store is out. So I could drive 45 minutes. It's like, this is fucking... So trying to figure it out. So I got those balloons where you spell out words. The balloons are maybe, you know, the size of a sheet of paper. Each one, you fill it up and each one is a word. And you can just blow it up yourself. No helium. I did that. And I had just enough letters to spell out, congrats, Rocco. Right? And I fucking spelled Rocco wrong. I fucking ordered the wrong number of words. And when I checked the shit when it came in, I laid all the balloons out and I spelled it right. And then the night before, the white pants night um, of graduation, <laughs> I'm blowing this shit up, you know, scratching and, and oh my God, I've made all the meatballs and everything. Okay. And I'm, <sighs> where's the fucking O? Where's the fucking O? I was short and O. So I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are we, now are we going to say congrats rock? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Grats? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do? Grats, Rocco? How am I gonna fucking get out of this, right? So, and the whole time I'm starting to have a super high level meltdown. Like the meltdown is coming, and all I could do was say out loud, um, "That's a funny mistake. We'll have a good laugh. Move on, right?" Move on. I gotta Move try on. that. That's a Move funny on. mistake. Move on. That's a funny mistake. We've decorated the car. You spelled his name right on the car. So okay. So long, 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 traumatic, stupid ass. I can't believe I did this all in advance and I still fucked it. And then later I figured out um, I had ordered the right thing and it was stuck under the into the flap of the box and I was able to get it. So the, all this for nothing. So I did have it after all and I was able to fix it. So. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. The next morning, a problem with with um, uh, Petey's pants. There's a Petey pant problem, okay? <laughs> and it threatens, it threatens to have us all be late, right? And all I could say in my head was, it's not about, it's not about your pants. So if you don't like the way they cuff, leave them uncuffed. No one will see you as we drive through. You're not up on stage. <laughs> next. And, I, and normally I'd be like... <laughs> you know, and so... All of it, all of it, all of it. And I, I just feel like the amount, that didn't take away from the joy, but it was this ever-present, this shit's very different. This is very strange. And the things that would have been important were still important. You know, my, my son is so accomplished, he doesn't even know it. 
I certainly don't know it. He doesn't even fucking know it. We came home from graduation and there was a plaque on the front porch that he was awarded that none of us knew about. I was like, oh, when'd you get this? And he's like, I don't know. So there's another one. So I had some of his blacks and shit up on a shelf. And the one that we were expecting hasn't arrived yet. So this is another one. He needs a bigger shelf. This for my, for my dope. Who wears the dunce cap and dopitude like a badge. He loves it. He wants everybody to think of him as this dopey, floppy, dirty, grungy, live in a trailer park, you know, idiot. That's, he thinks that's very funny. He loves I, all that. I remember when you had a cast party at your house. Oh, yeah. After oh, yeah. Tell a it. Show tell he it. did. And everybody from the cast came to your house and they all came in the house and, and ate and enjoyed an amazing party with themed food. And they looked around and you heard one of them say, Max, we thought you lived in a trailer park. This is yeah. a really nice house. And it and wasn't a-, a joke. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't like, ha ha ha, he, 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 oh, I'm going to razz you. It was like, I thought you lived in a trailer park because of the way you present yourself. And this was, yeah, he was the lead in the musical. And that is from the girl um, who he kissed in the musical. She spent a lot of time with him, right? First time at our house. And everybody's looking around like, what the hell is this? Why are you this way? That you were destitute by the yeah, way you yeah. dressed. Why and- don't you wash your hair or face or teeth or body ever? <laughs> right? Why don't you do these things? Clearly, these other people do, and they seem to like you. So anyway, anyway, so all that went off, and he was grinning from ear to ear, and the things that didn't go right on the very day just floated off him like you know waves of sunshine. He didn't. He didn't. It's not that he didn't notice. He was not saddened by it. And I wonder if it's also because when the expectation is, uh, you're just lucky to be alive today, you know, because there's too much shit going on. When you see, I, I don't I don't think of him as a particularly, um, he's not one to stand around holding his hands, singing the poem of gratitude. He's a very grateful dude, but he's not that kind of guy where he wants to stop and take a moment and say thank you and all that. He, he'll say thanks and then he'll move on. Like he gets right. gratitude, but he's not hung up on it. And some kids are, they just get it on a different way. So it's not that, but he was, he was very clearly like we all were, like even you were moved by the amount of effort that so many people put into each one uniquely of these kids and making sure that it, I mean, it was, it was so much more effort than if we had the group photo and the hour on the stage and the turning of the tassel and the throwing of the thing and the whole, none of that would have been this special. This was so much, this was so personal. And the only thing that anybody missed out on was being able to throw your arm around your friend and put your baseball cap on with your friend after the, the second, after they graduate, they hand them a, uh, they, they give them, there's like a luncheon that happens the next week, and that's they give them an alumni cap from the same school. That was amazing. And so everybody was sort of looking forward to that. So some of these traditions you don't get to do in person, but all the rest of this other stuff was so thoughtful and special and lovely that it was sort of like, this is, this is the COVID, this is the situation that I've been living personally for the past three months, which is... I have to reprioritize the only important thing because not everything can work. So I have to focus on the things that can work and the things that are really important. And that takes so much effort and energy and not only sadness, but also a kind of terror that there were so many other things in your life that are important. They're just not critically important. So to, so to lose lots of things that you love and care about because you've decided this is more important than anything else. It's like that. It's, you know, I've got 
you know, my husband has a friend who is sick with COVID, who is, who is one of these cases that you hear about on the news. He's had Sylvester Stallone leave him multiple messages. He'd had other celebrities leave him multiple messages. It's a big deal. He's, the Eagles. He's, the Eagles already The Eagles, the, co- the coach of the Eagles. Yeah, so I mean, this is the football team. This is, he's a... Are you going to explain me now? The Eagles, uh, international listeners, are... It's the National Football League. That's and right. A, a national means. So so he's <laughs> he's not been, so he has been at death's door more than once, including just this very weekend. He took a turn for the worse to the point where they finally let all of his family in, including parents. Previously, they have not been able to see him. So it's, it is at a touch and go moment right now. And that's, that's the thing that's happening simultaneously. That same class of dudes this is my husband's college friend and one-time roommate, right? They all got together, not knowing this was happening. We were we were a day delay in hearing because your first thought is not, let's hop on Facebook and tell everybody that we're plunging into critical while we go into the ICU to say our possibly last moments. Godspeed and, and, and come on, heat, pull through it. He's with us now, right? Pull through it, pull through it. So not knowing any of this is going on, on that very day, 20 some odd of them get on a Zoom call that they coordinate or Skype or whatever the fuck it is that they coordinated just to check in. And they haven't talked to each other since I, I can't tell you how many dozens of years in, in a physical, like a face to face kind of a thing. And I'm sure they did it just out of we got to do something else here, like like Stuart doing the check in thing. These are not check in dudes. And this was going to be it was a scheduled call at 430. And it was going to be what we thought maybe was going to be half an hour. And it was two and a half hours long. From my husband who maybe has not said two and a half hours worth of words in his entire life to any human, including me. He's not a talker. And he's in here. <laughs> on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> so while there is the worst sadness in the world, we also have to find the brightness and keep it going. My brightness came Friday night when Mallory was confirmed. We had one of those services where it was a, the rabbi got to talk to just her within a room full of faces on Zoom. So that was, there are, yeah, you look confused. 10th grade confirmation for little Jewish kids. I didn't know that there was a Jewish confirmation. I've never known this. 10th grade, yeah. And she's, I mean, you're impressed by your kids. Like, again, dunce cap wearing, can't make a good decision inside our house. But outside what is she room- confirming? I, it's not It's not the giant great good act of a benai mitzvah. B'nai. The mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. She's yeah. already stood up and said, Jews, love it. I'm in. Sign it. But She's now, done that. This one's more of a, I'm part of a bigger community, and I'm going to take action in that community to help repair it. And her class, her specific class, which is only like five kids, have really focused on food insecurity. And they've done things in our community and others for for that purpose. But, but is anyway, this something is this yeah. something that not all Jews do in the same way that in the same way that as a Catholic, lots of Catholics get their first Holy Communion and then peace out. Don't really yes. do anything yes. else. OK, so that's maybe why I haven't heard yeah. of it. It's like I got my bar mitzvah. Fuck all y'all fuckers. Yes, is that we're how done that's- here. Yes, okay. absolutely. So that was Friday night while the boys went to the Poconos. We did that. We first had our yummy sushi and we did that. And we so we've had uh, we've had moments of joy as long as you don't turn the TV on or turn the TV on and see that along with NASA, SpaceX has launched the from U.S. soil for the first time in fucking forever, a rocket. 
with two souls on board. I thought of you the whole time. I should have been thinking of my neighbor. You both have Teslas. I mean, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, part it, It's so, yay, SpaceX. Godspeed, SpaceX. Yay, everyone involved in this. Yay, yay. And I'm not, I'm just trying to think of the scope of it because it's, um, I like it. I'm impressed. I like that it happened from America. I also like the memes that are saying, you know, two ast- astronauts left the planet. Good choice. Like, yeah, I, right. I love, just I, in time. <laughs> it's like, where's mine? Yeah. So, um, so uh, there's, I, I love that, that this was private business involved with NASA. I want more from NASA. I want, I still, I still love me government. I do. I don't know where you are right now. Peace out. Whenever you come back, I don't know how to say peace out. What I, I love you, government. If ever you come back, I'll be here for you because you ain't you ain't here now. But anyway, here for us. So, so <laughs> NASA. So so NASA being the you know, it's just this weird thing where it's like, I don't know if I love it, but there's so much to love about it. Let's love it. I think it's great. And it was I cried when it went. And even my husband, when we turned it on, watched it. He said, yeah, last time I watched one of these things live, it didn't go so well. And I was like, you're kind of fucking gross to even say that out loud. I didn't think it. I didn't even think it at all. And I was there because I have a very short pea-brained memory. So anyway, I just cried. Mallory and I sat there next to each other. I said, what are you thinking? She's like, don't explode, don't explode, don't explode. And we were really thinking the same thing. You're like, please be safe, be safe, be safe, be safe. It's it's the mantra. It's there. I mean, it's there. I I watched it before. I, I, I get it. SpaceX, SpaceX, but and their suits were so fucking good looking. That's all I kept thinking. I was like, "Thank God, somebody, you look good. Bring it, bring some style up in the cosmos." I mean, that's that's important. Um, I started to watch the the show SpaceX with Mallory, the Steve Carell on Netflix. Oh, Space Force, Space Force. That's it. Um, Space Force. There are some lines in there that are so funny. Like, really, really funny. Like, at some point, they're like, yes, you want to join the Space Force, you become a space cadet. And I (laughs) think I peed my pants. (laughs) And I missed, like, probably 10 funny lines because... Don't you oh, want to be a space so cadet? Excited. Well, like, listen, I can't take I can't take your answer seriously, but I'm going to ask it anyway because you have you have zero credibility in this area. Is this something that Polly can watch from a rating standpoint? Because you would say yes to this if people had like a big schlong going into a goon goon goon. You'd be like, not yeah, it's not okay Polly. It's it's funny. A lot of the jokes might go above Is there, him, but no, I doubt it. He's pretty. He's pretty. He he's catches savvy. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Is he savvy? So. Ratchet? He's, classy? He's savvy. <laughs> savvy. Um, you think yeah. it's okay? Because he was just saying, what can I be watching? And I was like, I, uh, I've only, I'm only two episodes in, but at one point they it have It looked to, great. It, he's so funny. At one point they have a uh, satellite in space and they have to get something to that satellite immediately, right? Something happened, they need to get it there. And like, well, what do we have in the area? Like, like you're an ambulance or the police looking, who do we have in the area? And they show on the screen, well, there's a Tesla that's in rotation up there. And I'm like, yes, there is a Tesla up there. Which I thought was hilarious. So, but I, I think some of the lines are so funny that I might miss other ones that I space am grateful. Cadet, come on. I am grateful and I will, race to it because the two things that I'm watching are really destructive to my psyche and I vacillate from them and one to the other and I can't seem to stop and the first of course is just simply the news and then the other is (laughs) still Ozark and it's every touch point in there it's like all the things that I'm dealing with in my life 
that's exactly the themes of that show. Every single thing that they're dealing with, murdering people in the street, Mexican cartel, kidnapping my husband, all of these things, they're exactly what's happening in my heart that's at this Thursday. moment. That's just Thursday. And I just, that's just you. Thursday. You know, children shooting uh, guns at each other's heads, electrocuting people, all of these things that are happening in my home. And it's like I was watching this to escape that stuff. And meanwhile, all it's doing is bringing up all this emotion. But I can't turn it off. I won't, I won't turn it off. I'm almost done. And the worst part about it is my husband keeps falling a fuck asleep. So I I won't advance beyond him, but I am because he's there snoring. I was watching it. I mean, honestly, it's such a crazy time. It's, I'm going to make it sort of a, it's going to come out like a joke. It's super not a fucking joke. I was watching Ozark last night <laughs> from our bed. He's snoring and I hear a massive explosion outside behind our house. <laughs> and I'm like, was that the TV? And then I wait and I listen and I check the clock and a little bit later, gunshots. And I'm like, no, that's not, it's like that movie, it's like that movie Big where Tom Hanks is in Manhattan and he's watching the TV, cops and robber shoulders go pow, pow, pow. And then he turns down the volume and out the window, it's pow, pow, pow. Cause people, right. And he just goes back to eating his ice cream. Yeah, there's, there was a whole bunch of riots here in, uh, in Greensboro. Anyway, we still don't know what that explosion was. My neighbor heard it too. So we'll see. Something in the woods maybe. Gross. Gross, gross. Anyway, so I'm glad to be off Ozark and watching SpaceX because I could use a Space little Steve Carell. Space Force! I did Space it, Space Force! <laughs> oh, Space Force. He's, he's going to fuck it up, meaning the name of it, because he's going to call something the wrong thing, and I love him for it. Well, the whole, the whole point is the president put out a tweet that said, I want boobs on the ground on the moon. <laughs> Sorry, boobs on the moon. And he's like... I think it was a typo. I think he meant boots. And I'm like, I don't know. Boobs don't on the moon. So I don't think so. Maybe boobs on the moon. Did you know. see? I mean, this shit, it gets so fucking, it's, you have to laugh at how, did you see the thing? And I think it's India where there were monkeys that stole COVID blood. Did you see this? No. <laughs> a bunch of monkeys. I'm not fucking kidding. A bunch of monkeys. There was somebody doing testing for antibodies, Right or testing for COVID positive, which is probably COVID positive, and they had blood in the vials from the test, and a bunch of monkeys overtook them, grabbed the vials, and ran off. <laughs> what the fuck? We have, we have murder hornets was not enough. Now we need COVID blood vial stealing monkeys. What the you fuck? You didn't see that shit? Oh, no. that, shit's, that shit's for legit. That is too legit to quit. Too that's legit. For, that's right. And it's like, yeah, what, what next? What's next? What's next? I got to go eat dinner in someone's house. It's too much for me. It's too much. Wait, for you're me. not doing your second gathering out of doors? No, it's in their fucking house. In their COVID addled house. We're going to kill us all. My st- I'm the only one dragging. I'm not. In our group, I'm the only one dragging my feet on this. We're already in phase two. We have people going into bars. You're allowed to sit in a brew pub. And they've, they've, they've actually, people have sued the government and picketed to say, we're not, because restaurants were allowed to have indoor seating. Breweries were allowed to have indoor seating, but bars were not, which is stupid. So if you're going to do it, do it, right? It's just asinine. So the bars were like, how come... I can serve food in my bar, but because I'm a bar and restaurant, I can't have people in, but people can serve alcohol in their restaurant, but they're not a bar. So it was like, 
Let's riot. I mean, they weren't rioting for that. But anyway, uh, so yeah. So these pe- the people can go out and get a meal right now. Right now. Right now. We don't so, have that yet. No. We're not there you yet. you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And our numbers continue to rise. Every single day you see in the news that our state has the highest reported cases and whatever, whatever. It's not that it's safe. It's not that it's different than it was before. We're just approaching it differently. And that's these are facts that people have to accept. So that's okay. I, I mean. Is it? Is it, it just going to make it worse? Is I can't. It- no, I don't. I don't. I don't say it's okay that I agree with it. I, I say that that's what it is. I, what am I going to do? Change the law? There are lots of ridiculous things happening in our in our system right now. What what am okay? How I participate is if that's the restriction. You're not forcing me to go there. You're allowing people to go there, which I disagree with. And so I can disagree with it by not fucking going there. Right. Done. Done. So that's that's what I meant by that's okay. You can have whatever law you want. You can lighten whatever law you want. It, it could be a law that we're allowed to go out and do very terrible things. I'm not going to go do them. That's that's what, That was my strange point. Anyway. So I left the house this morning to give blood. And Yay! when I donate, I on my way home, I pass a Manhattan bagel, which is really the best bagel this area has to offer. Do you pass it? Do you pass it, though? Or do you stop there? Oh, no, no. I never pass Manhattan bagel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I, I go in and all over the front of all of the stores in that whole strip mall are signs that say, you have to wear a mask to, to patronize our, our yeah. shop. Yeah, bring it. Good. And... Everywhere else, people are saying, you can't make me. Our old babysitter, who, when I met her, had a boxing fracture from getting really drunk and punching a guy in the face on a dare, is now has now found the Lord and also said, nowhere is it written that you, in the Constitution, that you have to wear a mask or that a needle can pierce your skin. She kind of got a little crazy about it, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, then don't wear a mask, but you can't come to Amy's gathering. Don't wear a mask in all these stories. What what is she the what is she trying to accomplish that she doesn't want to be told what to do? She doesn't want to be told that she has to have a vaccine, that she has to wear a mask, <laughs> that she has okay. to I assume it means participate vaccine. in in society. Okay, got it. Well, I know that she can't come to dinner at your house or mine if she has not been wearing a mask up until it, this point where our numbers this, are. Did you going start? Down. Did you start the whole thing by saying this is a person who is is on Team Jesus? Is this somebody I who did. is like? I did. Okay, she found so here's, him. Well, I didn't know he was missing. He's not like Waldo in every I, picture. I got news. I got news for you. You should listen to your coach because Coach Jesus is saying we're gonna love everybody. Everybody love everybody, right? And the other thing that he says is, "Hey, lepers, come sit by me." So either way you want to look at it, he's a dude that says, put your mask on. And it, guess what? If you don't want to have a mask on, go out and help some fucking body who could get you hurt. He's not sitting around saying, fuck all y'all. Don't tell me what to do and, and love me. And arm up. <laughs> that's, and, not, that's not Jesus talk. And get yourself some ammo. Jesus never <laughs> said, get yourself some ammo and stand and, and defend. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't remember uh, reading that, but I'm an Old Testament kind of girl, so I don't really oh, know how far he man. went. It's just, there's a big disconnect. There. Hey, you put in um, the best Insta out there, which was last week's. Did you follow my advice and look at the Leslie Jordan? I did not. I mean, when we were talking about it and you told me who he was, I remembered I didn't go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's a mistake that you made. <laughs> but everyone talks like that here. I'll watch it again. Jesus, take the wheel. I'll check it again, though. I will. I will. 
I thought the best insta out there was going to be, I saw a BuzzFeed article where it said, here's what I looked like when I was a 12-year-old girl, and here's what I look like, here's what 12-year-old girls look like now, and one looked like a 12-year-old girl, and one looked like a porn star. That's a lie. One looked like No, a, it's not. One looked like a fashion model. She didn't look like a porn star. A, a porn star suggests that she was doing some kind of a sex act. What she did look like was a sexualized, beautiful woman, right, who is not 12 or 13 or 18. She looked like a full ass grown woman who is interested in use in attracting other people to look at her physical features, right? And that was like, what are you what are you you're fucking 12. Aren't you supposed to be using Legos and and you know, telling me I don't know what's right about this and that? What the fuck is that shit? I don't have a daughter. I don't. And they scared the shit out of me. So earlier this week, I sent Amy a couple of pictures th- that are like this article that she had already seen that said, this is me at 13 going to a party. And it's a picture of a young girl wearing from Toy Story, the Jessie costume, because she was going to a party and she was dressed like a cowgirl. Oh, that's super cute. Right? Looking like Jessie. And somebody right. now 13, a current 13-year-old going to a party wearing a third of it, I want to say a half shirt, but it was more like a third of a shirt, a full face of makeup, flat ironed hair, tiny, teeny, tiny shorts, your ass popping out the back and in the front, your pockets of the shorts, the in the inside pocket pop. Like, this is not okay to completely sexualize. Un- the sa- It's the same age to completely sexualize a should not be sexual being yet. This person that you're looking at doesn't even know who they are and you've already had ideas of bending her over. This is disgusting. And you know, that made me race right to my kids. My Instagram. kids doing it. My kids doing it too with all of his takes his shirt off and he's he's got quite a uh, he's got like that Physique. marble torso. Yeah. So I'm like, but put your clothes on. What are you doing? Stop it. It's disgusting. So there's the it's the problem with don't sexualize, but also Teach your boys to not really seek out sexualized. But but listen, I don't understand because here's the thing. And I think about this and have talked about this a lot with friends at school who have daughters, right? Who are my kids' friends who I know and have seen grow up. And they too walk around with double D boobs that, you know, was that's that's their body, right? And they walk around with incredibly muscular beautifully toned and they wear these bikinis and they wear these clothes that if they had a shirt on you wouldn't realize that there were shorts because the sh- because the t-shirt would hang lower than the actual yeah. shorts I mean that and they do it and they all do it and these are scholars and these are kind-hearted beautiful souls beautiful faced beautiful bodied athletic super successful world-beating girls but they're girls and when the parents who I know Allow this. To, I don't even get it. Like I'm picturing all the parents who are also reasonable and successful. They would never, you know, it's the kind of thing where it's like, how does this just happen? And is it a case where, how does it just happen? Because part of me also wants to say, they can wear whatever the fuck they want. It, is it's not, it's, I don't want to say, I, I don't know where to fall on it because it's not the little girl's problem that somebody's looking at her body. She has a body. She has a body that should not be sexualized at that age, and she should be able to wear a shirt or wear clothes or wear whatever she wants that doesn't sexualize it. Unfortunately, the fashions do that, 
And so society does that. You know, the makeup, that's the style. Even to, you know, it's like, do you say, okay, you can't wear makeup, you can't pierce your ears, you can't do whatever. It's all happening. You don't have to be, have like predatory thoughts to just see this person, this child and think, you don't look like a child. That's the difference. It's like, is it the child's fault that they don't look like a child when no children look like childs, childs anymore? They don't look like <laughs> childs. That's what's happened. They've I'm, taken their childs away. I really don't know because I don't have a daughter. So I feel like, I know it's so easy to stand here and go, I don't believe it. Because when you don't live it, when you don't shop for the fucking shorts that don't exist that are longer than three inches, I don't know what to say. Help me. You have a daughter. I have the issue of sexualizing 13, 14, 15-year-olds, but I don't know when you lost your virginity and... Uh, Like last fucking week. Yesterday. Yeah, I haven't really actually yet. It was sort of a half one. It was just the tip. Just just the tip. Well, Jesus said if you did it this way... No, no, he didn't. Don't bring (laughs) Jesus into this. Lord above, that's gross. No, No, he didn't say that, by the way. His Um, shit's immaculate. I'm just saying. All right, back to this, please. It's wrong to sexualize minors. Or Jesus. Or Jesus. But my point to you is little kids try out lots of stuff. I, I, you know, tried out being a rock star. I tried out being all this kind of stuff. I tried out being, I don't even remember all the things that I've tried out. Athlete, all the rest of it. Tomboy, all anything and everything and it spins like a top. So if the thing to try out is to put on makeup and to, and to dress up like, a, like an adult woman... Can't they be free to do that? Even so though when you see dif- them, it's not John Bonet, but I'm, right. I, that's where I'm. That's where I'm confused. I don't so know, is I don't the wanna... difference now that there is Instagram that people are capturing your your experimenting and they are putting it out for public consumption? Is the difference now once it's out for public consumption, people get to comment on it and they get to judge it and they get to jerk off to it like what god, is the difference oh my, now no that's a very different god you're right that's gross it's I gross about hadn't thought about any of that fucking shit Ugh. are all of these girls owners of private instagrams or are they public just trying to raise their number of followers if they're private and only their friends see them in in these ways or just or just having fun in a way that would have been innocent and somehow is now not innocent. Like that's where my, I'm like my, I'm having to get my head around it. Yeah. It's, I, again, I'm raising a daughter and all I could try to do is be body positive And I don't always feel that way about myself, but it, I mean, it doesn't help or hurt. It doesn't hurt that she's perfect. You know, she's of an age where everything's just perfect on this child. And of course she's finding things that she doesn't like about herself. And I look at her and I think, Really? I, how many times do I have to tell you that you're, I'm tired of telling you you're gorgeous. I've already told you you're sm- you, you is smart. You is kind. You is, you imp- is putting some longer pants on. Impotent. Yeah, well, she'll wear a t-shirt and I said, can you go bring the, the pails back, the trash cans? Wait, are you wearing shorts under there? <laughs> I have to check. I have to do a, a short check, an ass check. Ass check. Yeah. So it's a it's an effort to try to when I look at those pictures to not judge. I know it's not the parents' fault, but if a parent saw that on their kid's Instagram, what would you say if if your kid posted a a picture like that? Please take that down. 
what are you trying to say with this photo? Like, tell me what your goal was here. Let's talk about it for a minute. Oh, mom, leave me alone. I just took a picture. I mean, it's, what are you looking for? How, how do we, how do we un-de-sexualize 12, 13, 14 year olds? It's 15 year olds. It's, it's painful. And I have one and you know, again, camp was canceled, so they're not going to be in a very safe place this summer, meaning my house. And and I liked it. I don't know. We have we have another friend who had to deal with this with her daughter, who, as I have described it before, would have been a distraction if she was not wearing a provocative outfit. She's gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful girl who was sent home for wearing yoga pants, for wearing pants that were very clingy in, in what happened to be on her all the right places. And she had a jacket tied around her waist and was sent home from school by male teachers. And it made the news because the, the, our friend, the mother in this case stood up and said, what the fuck? Can she not go to school with a jacket tied around her waist? And it really was the, it was, it could have been any person. She looked like a 17-year-old person, 18-year-old person walking around. And meanwhile, she was just very attractive. Right. And one of the teachers. So it's like at a certain point, what do we do? What do, what do we do? I don't, I, don't, I don't know which side to fall on this one in the sense that it's not the daughter's, it's not the mother's responsibility to keep you. And I'm picturing another one of these, this beautiful, bright graduate who has, you know, frankly, is going to is the is the best and highest school from who just graduated in my son's class and there's a picture of her on Insta from one of her many trips in some foreign land and she's standing there uh, holding holding a pineapple on her head or doing doing a coconut thing on a on a blue beach and she's wearing a bikini top that it it would be a poster in Walmart that you could buy it is so shockingly and she's covered but damn so was Farrah Fawcett, and I right. think you could see, you know what I'm saying? So do, does her mom take that down? Does she take that down? Because well, people are going to do something with it? I'm more discussing the 12, 13, 14, I want to put in 15-year-olds that are that are posting these things because to my sexualize little, my a littlest, child. My littlest baby is 12, right? My littlest baby is 12. If someone in his grade and class had anything at all like any of the pictures that I'm picturing or any of the girls were doing any of this kind of madness and for all I know they are I'd be shocked and stunned 12 years old is you're not even allowed to watch PG-13 can you remember what 12 years old is it's very no, very young I don't. So, thir- so 13 it's crazy young it's middle school and we live in a world and we probably lived in this world when we were in it where people in middle school are pregnant. So lots of things are happening in middle school that aren't necessarily happening in, in your house and in your friend's house. And I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a whole lot happening in the world right now. Seeing a picture of a too young person in a shocking way. Is it just, okay, they're growing up now. They're growing up now. But they, I don't know. What they shouldn't. They shouldn't be. And And maybe that's my judgment. And maybe I'm sitting in my, I don't know house thinking and judging and while I'm judging Uh, two things can be true I've said it a lot of times this week we're dealing with as a nation we're we're dealing with riots and and uh, protests and uprising in every state in the nation over the police murder of uh, George Floyd so we get that two things can be true I have I know many 
personally know many business owners who have had their businesses smashed and destroyed. The the home of the international civil rights movement here in the city where I'm broadcasting had the front window smashed. And that's where the sit-in movement started peacefully right there. And they smashed the window. And you know who smashed it? Alt-right protesters. It's a complicated mess. Two things can be true. And that by that way of saying, I don't want businesses to be smashed. And I don't want black people to be terrorized. I don't want little girls to have to worry about what other people think of what they choose to wear and where they put it. And I also don't want little girls looking so sexualized out in the world when predators are going to do gross things to and about them. Those two things can be true at the same time. I guess that's what I've been trying to say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, ugh. it's, it's fortunately, it's not something I have to deal with in my house <laughs> of all the rest of this shit. I don't have to deal with that because we don't have girls. You did luck out on that front. Um, <sighs> more yeah. people. So people I hate. My seg- There's more? My segment is back, my friends. <laughs> my fine feathered friends, I'm bringing it back. I have friends. Again, they're people I love. I take a bullet for some of these people who share too much about their exercise <sighs> regime, regiment. Which word is it? Regiment. It's a, uh, it's a regimen. A regime is a um, war <laughs> a system of government yeah okay so regiment i, I don't oppression. need to know how much you exercise or how much better than melissa you are <laughs> i don't sit there and list you the seven different types of cookies that i ate today and for me it was a sport and i ate seven different types of cookies you can't say the same you can't say the same Okay, my neighbor is so funny. She actually called me out. She said in a comment on one of my posts, I can tell how sexy you think food is by the way you photograph it. (laughs) 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 And I was like, okay. So maybe I am the person who posts seven cookies instead of the seven, you know, levels of peloton that I just did today. But... Oh, it's funny that you said that. I have a very dear friend who, who posted that she rode 90 miles. Where was she going? What On is she escaping? A stationary bike. Stop it. She's not your friend. And I just, she is. I love her. Come and on. I, and I Come thought, on. She doesn't love you. She doesn't love her ass because she's been sitting on it for 90 miles. Those things hurt. That's a painful. 90 miles. And I 90 thought. 90 miles. Nine times. And I thought seven different types of cookies. I can list them. Seven <laughs> different types of cookies in your 90 Aww. miles. Your day and my day are so different. Is there joy in your day? Because there's joy. The only joy in that woman's day is the stopping of the 90 miles. That's it. That's it. Is it to say that you've done it? No. No. It, there are, no, not in the slightest. Because if you're an endorphins kind of girl and or boy, hey, butters, if you're an endorphins kind of dude, you, you hit that after like three and you can call it a day. I don't have hate for these people doing it. I don't have hate for them posting it. The mentality when I am in it is that when you set a personal accomplishment, like eating seven different types of cookies in an hour, who knew? And you accomplish it. You want to share that accomplishment. So I know I don't know this person at all, but somebody who's going to ride 90 miles is not doing it because they give a fuck what you think about it. The reason they're posting is to say, I did this great thing. And in my case, it's like, I got out of bed. Woo! 
<laughs> I have posted that shit because you didn't think it could happen, and neither did I. And look at what I have. Look at what I have created. I stood up, right? That's that's my big accomplishment. So somebody that's doing something like that set a goal for themselves and met it. So they're not doing it directly to piss you off. People who say things like getting my coffee on before I do P90X and then they never show themselves doing P90X, that's a different kind of exercise post. That's someone who maybe needs to not post every time. That's what are you doing? I don't need to know that you're preparing to go do something. And putting it out on social media is not holding yourself accountable to go out and do it. Because it's not like I'm going to call you back at 1030 and say, did, How'd you it go? Your P- did you do your P90X? Can you update us? Hashtag can more you, please. Can you yeah. update us? <laughs> We're on the edge of our fucking seats. I'm only on my fourth cookie course <laughs> waiting to hear. The cookie course. The cookie I course. Love it. Melissa's cookie trail. Join so, us while giving, as we take a guided tour through the pantry. While giving blood today, I, at the table, there was the Oreo, the Nutter Butter, and the Chips Ahoy, and the Lorna Dune. That's four right there. Easy peasy. Tick them off. Tick, 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 tick. Uh, that's not it. even including my archways, my chocolate chip. Like, there are, there are so many other, but I, I didn't post about it. You know, I've occasionally posted that I gave blood. I just feel like the fastest way to lose my attention, if not my friendship... <laughs> Is to show me my flaws and how you're doing better at my flaws in your <laughs> life. Because for me, it's that I can't, I can't motivate to slash get off the slash put down the cookie slash any of those things. Well, it's it's a crazy time right now. We've got the middle one who was making some stupid choices in this academic moment, and as part of the aftermath of that trying to talk through how do we how do we how do we what do we what do we where do you need he was able to say it's just honestly there's too much and it was a coping mechanism I need to have I need to have some way to cope with all this I don't have my friends I don't and then he went back into all the specifics of what he did and all the idiotic choices he made to deal with his life at the time right and it's true and I found myself saying you you deserve a coping mechanism and that's my way of saying you deserve seven cookies in an hour and I would love personally to see you post about that shit because everybody, th- some people for some, it's the truth. Exercising for some people is a coping mechanism. It's a way of saying, I am doing this thing that makes me feel like I love myself and makes me um, happy that for whatever reason, after, during, before the fact, I'm doing it from, it's their cookie. And then maybe some of them do it and go eat the seven cookies and that's how they feel like they can, I mean, whatever. So that's, that's an okay so maybe I shouldn't hate them if that's no. You can hate them all you want. There's two different categories of people. There's people who are doing it for your awareness, and there's other people who are. This is just a part of their day. I, people who share every single part of their day. There's a special place in Insta Hell it's for them. Hide. It's called hidden. I don't, Unfollow. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's too much. It's too much. I I breathe in. Post. Dear Breathe listener, how, how are you coping? Are you on your Peloton, dear listener? Are you doing yoga every day? Are you eating more than my share of cookies? We really want to hear how you're coping because you might actually help us and other listeners through this very bizarre time through which we're living. Well, I feel like you're getting ready to do the wrap up. And before you do, I just want to throw one thing in here because it's really important and I don't want to forget it. Rocco graduated. What the fuck? Yay! Very excited, very proud. No one doubted it. And also sliding into home and just barely missed getting out. Fantastic. Made it, made it, right? 
So next up, maybe college? Accepted into college, going to college? Maybe. Don't know what college is going to be. Our biggest concern for college is how the fuck are you going to wake up and go to class when you can't wake up in a normal day with me standing there, you know, bang, 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 get up, right, after the eight times of your alarm going off. How is this going to fucking work? We've been talking about this. We've been planning this for a long time. And this summer was going to be, we got to solve this. We really, last summer was going to be, we got to solve this. Didn't solve it. Spoiler. So how are we going to fucking solve this? Hours after graduation, when there is no party in the house, but food and preparation is happening and, and the balloons are being hung and popping on their own because it's too hot and humid here. They just spontaneously pop and the dog is scared and we're, you know, turn on the music and relax and this is your day and open your presents and this and that and, you know, get a gift from your grandmother that was so large it caused a bank alert. They sent a fraud alert because <laughs> she Venmoed him directly so much money and his normal activity is like 13 cents. Wow. So directly, directly. So the bank was like, is this you? Because <laughs> we know this shit ain't you, you pauper. So you live in a trailer park. <laughs> so big day, but also nothing. So this is the lull before the dinner time thing. And I hear him uh, doing some stuff, doing some stuff on his phone, goes up to his room and then knock, 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 knock. And then a few minutes later, knock, 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 knock. And then a few minutes later, knock, 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 knock. And I'm like, what? your brothers are downstairs. I call up the steps. I'm going to start crying. So that was my son who decided to create a new alert on his phone of someone really aggressively knocking on his door so he could set it as a timer to learn to wake up to the sound of someone pounding on his door because that's what works. He's taking over that responsibility. It's no longer your job to wake him. He's figuring it out. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. Wait, when does that click in? Two days after graduation? Hours, hours, hours after, after graduation. He hadn't even received his alumni cap yet. Hours. Wow. They can't be taught. They can't be taught. Because <laughs> that's what works for him. Wow. So, I, so it's not perfect. It's not even perfect adjacent. But good boy, Rocco. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy, Rocco. He's a young man now. I'm proud of you. I do always ask people, when do they stop being so stupid? And nobody is it has never. They is it look, never. They look at me. It starts with like a twenty or a thirty, and I'm like, no, I don't. He's not going to make it. I'm not. He's not going to make it. So I'm very proud of him. That's kind of awesome. That that's what he knows it takes. And you knock. I just walk right in. That's that's also interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> I don't. I have boys. I don't know. I have a boy. Going. I knock. I the know fuck what's out going on, and I also I'm protecting my eyes. I'm not going. Oh, I, I see. You're sheltering I yourself. I just wait. I just wait. I know all the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then I open the door. Put something over it. That's all I ask. Um, <laughs> cover don't up. Don't put it on Insta for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, dear listener, don't put it on Insta. That's your. <laughs> That's your sage advice for today. We're sorry if this was a little down. The world's a fucking crazy place. We try to come up with funny and happy things for you. I don't know how successful we were this week. We care and we want to hear from you. You can find us on all social media at Listen Brilliant. Brilliant observations at gmail.com is how you could send us your words of wisdom. We also have Brillobs Pod, Brillobs Pod Squad. Squad what? Brill Obs squad. squad. That's it. No pot. Just Brill Obs Squad on Facebook. Comment there. Be kind. We are compartmentalizing, so be kind. Yeah, I mean, I mean, have to, have to, have to. So 
Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.